Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the sixth Sunday of Easter, a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ to them. With one accord, the crowds paid attention to what was said by Philip when they heard it and saw the signs he was doing. For unclean spirits, crying out in a loud voice, came out of many possessed people, and many paralyzed or crippled people were cured. There was great joy in that city. Now, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent them Peter and John, who went down and prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for it had not yet fallen upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all the earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God, his tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. He has changed the sea into dry land. Through the river, they passed on foot. Therefore, let us rejoice in him. He rules by his might forever. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Hear now, all you who fear God, while I declare what he has done for me. Blessed be God who refused me not my prayer or his kindness. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope, but do it with gentleness and reverence, keeping your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, those who defame your good conduct in Christ may themselves be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that be the will of God, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live and you will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the past several decades, Spanish has become the second most spoken language in the United States by a large margin. I got a late start trying to learn it, and my ability to have a conversation in it is still pathetic. But I can fool many English speakers into thinking I know more than I actually do. While they object, I can't speak one word of Spanish. You should never lie to a priest, though. 
I'm willing to bet that every single person reading or listening to this reflection can speak one word of Spanish. And that word is adios. As you know, adios is a friendly way of saying goodbye and is used by people all over the world, even many who don't speak Spanish. But the etymology of the word has a much fuller meaning. Adios literally means to God. The person who says it to you is entrusting you to God's care, wherever you may go. It makes goodbye sound as rude by comparison to get out of here, frankly. The apostles didn't speak Spanish, of course, but I'm confident that they sent Philip off with the Aramaic version of Adios when he, sent out, when he set out for Samaria. The verses of our first reading are taken somewhat out of context, so it's hard for us to appreciate the atmosphere of the moment. As we heard last week, Philip and six other Greek-speaking men recently had been ordained for service to the growing church. However, one of the seven, Stephen, had infuriated the Sanhedrin by raising faith in Christ above adherence to the Mosaic law and its demands for temple sacrifice. He is stoned to death, beginning a persecution against Greek-speaking Christians. The apostles and the Aramaic-speaking Christians were safe, as to this point they were still observing the Mosaic law. So the seven newly ordained and their Greek-speaking disciples took their show on the road, likely with a blessing from the apostles on their ministry. Philip, as we hear, ends up in Samaria. The good news is welcomed enthusiastically by the people there. Stephen's martyrdom, as horrific as it is, has morphed into an opportunity to take the gospel outside of Jerusalem. When Peter and John hear of Stephen's success, we have the first recorded confirmation outside of Jerusalem. The same spirit-bestowed gifts received by those in Jerusalem are now given to the Samaritans, who were formerly despised by the Jews. Adios, indeed. It's the same spirit of whom Jesus speaks in his farewell address to his disciples in today's gospel. Jesus is pushing his chicks out of the nest, admitting that he will be out of sight at least for a time. And yet he promises, I will not leave you orphans. He tells them that he will send another advocate, implying, I suppose, that he is the current advocate. The Greek word translated as advocate is parakletos, which can mean advocate, intercessor, counselor, protector, or supporter. I think it's helpful to consider the range of possible interpretations here. A more formal advocate role is in a legal sense, someone who stands up for or defends a client in a court setting. This is the priestly role of Jesus, calling on divine mercy despite our sinful nature. The Lord also mysteriously protects us by summoning the angels, prompting our thoughts, and certainly in many other ways unknown to us. But he's also our supporter and companion, much as he is for the disciples on the road to Emmaus. They don't even recognize his presence at first. Only a bit later do they realize the Lord has been with them along the way. Jesus wants the disciples to know, however, that the presence of the Holy Spirit does not mean that he himself is not there. In fact, because of the intimate communion among the Father, Son, and Spirit, the other advocate makes present the entirety of Trinitarian love. Jesus says, you know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. That's not to say, however, that true disciples of Jesus will not face challenges or will be preserved from suffering. In fact, quite the opposite. Surviving such difficulties will be proof that God is with us. But it is not suffering that comes as a consequence of sin, but instead as evidence of love. As St. Peter says in our second reading, for it is better to suffer for doing good, if that be the will of God, than for doing evil. 
Suffering for justice and for love is the way to glory, as Jesus himself shows. So now that you've become nearly fluent in Spanish, let's kick it up a notch. Adios is a polite way to part ways with someone, but it's a bit common. In fact, it won't attract much notice at all. So why not preach the gospel while asking God to bless those you leave? Vaya con Dios means go with God. And I think better captures the calling down of the paraclete, the advocate, our loving and merciful God who defends us, protects us, and holds our hands along the way. In 1953, Les Paul and Mary Ford released the Western ballad Vaya con Dios, which became a huge hit with 31 weeks on the Billboard hit chart and 11 weeks at number one. It's a love song, but I think we can reimagine the words coming from the perfect lover and advocate as we continue on our pilgrim way. Part of the lyrics go like this. Vaya con Dios, my darling. Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios, my love. Wherever you may be, I'll be beside you. Oh, yes, I will. Although you're many million dreams away, each night I say a prayer, a prayer to guide you, oh yes I will, to hasten every lonely hour of every lonely day. May that be our prayer for one another, going forth on this Easter day and preaching the gospel with joy. Vaya con Dios. And while the English version of the song is nice, I think the Desi Arnaz version is way more authentic. So I'll share it here. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Happy Easter. Have a great day. And say a prayer for me. Vaya con Dios. Se llegó el momento ya de separarnos. En silencio el corazón dice y suspira. Vaya con Dios.